Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Greetings for this meeting. You're back where it's at for our weekly chat. There's proof in our truth as we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. Thanks for tuning in to the 216th edition of a show on a mission to bring you the best in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. I'm Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted to host Talking With T. It's July 8th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actor Kevin Bacon, country singer Toby Keith, actor and model Jaden Smith, son of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, as well as actor Lance Gross. On this date in history in 1924, William DeHart Hubbard became the first black person to win an Olympic gold medal when he won the broad jump in Paris. And on this date in 2000, Venus Williams defeated Lindsay Davenport to win her first women's singles tournament. This win was Venus Williams' first Grand Slam title. The theme this month is feel free to be. Be who you are. To be who you are, you need to forget who people say you are. Be who you are meant to be by design. Not trying to fit into what people want you to be or even need you to be. You have to be careful trying to pretend to be someone you're not because you might just forget who you really are. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. The United States women's soccer team beat the Netherlands 2-0, winning the Women's World Cup for a record fourth time. It is reported that there were thousands of aftershocks after California was hit with two major earthquakes. Friday's earthquake had a 7.1 magnitude and was felt as far away as Mexico and Las Vegas. Petty Arizona Governor Doug Ducey decided to withdraw all financial incentive dollars for Nike to have a plant in Goodyear, Arizona, because of their collaboration with Colin Kaepernick. Never mind that the plant would have brought jobs to his state. Rapper T.I., who is an advocate for criminal justice reform, has joined the Atlanta City Jail's task force to change the way the Atlanta City Detention Center is utilized. All 21 of Mississippi's beaches are closed due to toxic algae, which can cause rashes, stomach cramps, nausea, diarrhea, and vomiting. A man was recently shot in Boston, making it the 16th shooting since July 3rd. My, my. Jeffrey Epstein has been arrested for sex trafficking of minors and is being held at the federal lockup in Manhattan. Epstein is a billionaire who owns a New York City mansion and has a whole island in the Caribbean. He previously was charged with molesting dozens of underage girls in Florida about 12 years ago. There have been numerous lawsuits and allegations, yet he has still been free to continue being a predator. It's reported that several of his employees and associates recruited the girls for him. I think they should go down right along with them. And some of the victims became recruiters as well. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while after we hear this week's tip from Tarika. Hello. This week's tip is stay out of people's bubble. Stay out of people's bubble. That means stay out of people's face, in their arms reach, now there are a lot of issues with touching and, and hugging and everything. You have to know who you can hug. You have to know who you can touch before you do that. Everybody don't like people grabbing on them and hugging them and, 
and scratching their backs and rubbing their backs and giving them a massage around the neck and all that. Yes, believe it or not, that's happening. And I think a lot of people do it without realizing that they are doing that. But then the people they're doing it to cringe. I have not, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen people look like, get away from me, stop touching me. But they don't say it because I think they honestly don't want to hurt the person's feelings or they don't really know how to say it. But really, you touchers and, and you caressers and affectionate people, you really need to check yourself and you really need to make sure the person that you're touching and rubbing wants you to do that. You need to get, keep out of, stay out of people's face. All of that, all whispering, all close to people. That's, that's, nowadays you just can't do that. You can't be in folks' face. If you, if you're going to say something to them, send them a little note. Or uh, if you're at a table and you think you need to whisper, maybe pass a note or nowadays do a text message and tap your phone, tell them look down at the phone. But all that in people's face, you, you got to be very careful about that nowadays. That is not a good thing to do. It's not safe to do it anymore. You know, now it's 2019, and, and people are real touchy and finicky about who's in their space. So if you've never thought about it before, check yourself. Watch your hands. Stay out of people's bubble. Stay out of people's space. And that is the tip of the week, and I've been talking with T. All right, my friends, it's time to begin one of my favorite parts of the show as we review trending news with the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. A family court judge says that a teenage boy accused of raping a drunk girl at a party and recording the incident on his phone should be treated with leniency because he's from a good family. The judge said that this young man comes from a good family who put him into an excellent school where he was doing extremely well. The judge said he's clearly a candidate for not just college, but a good college. And the judge went on to note that he was an Eagle Scout. So prosecutors said that the attack was sophisticated and predatory and that he showed calculated and cruel behavior by filming the incident. And you can go read the rest of the nonsense the judge reasons on his behalf through the link on www.talkingwitht.com. But um, this, this goes back to privilege outweighing justice, in my opinion. Now, this happened in 2018, but it hit the news recently because his decision was overturned by an appeals court. It kind of wrecks my nerves to think there are people sitting on the bench who really allow those types of opinions to influence their decisions when it comes to, I was going to say rape cases, but really any case. We've seen it too many times. Right. And you mentioned an important detail that struck home with me. You said that the guy was an Eagle Scout, and as an Eagle Scout myself, I know that we are held to a higher standard because we take an oath that said that we would lead lives that were morally straight. And, mm. you know, clearly this is not along the lines of moral straightness. And I don't get right. line part where, you know, he went to school, whether or not he was an Eagle Scout, because clearly his behavior did not demonstrate as such that would be considered ethical. Mm-hmm. So 
I fought the judge in this in this situation. Right, makes you um, go back when Brock Turner, they was wanting him to get off easy. Right, he rape of the of the young lady, and I think he probably did. I think he only did like six months, or was sentenced to six months, but he started doing other things while he was out on probation. So that's what really got him locked up in the end. But it wasn't for the for the sexual assault or rape. Right. And I don't want to appear overly sensitive, but we all know whether those want to admit it or not, had it been someone of the darker hue, I suspect, dare predict, that it wouldn't have turned out this way. And I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't be too far from the truth. No lies detected us. Okay. All right. So as an adult, I become increasingly annoyed with the lingering fireworks. These fireworks have continued for days. They started somewhere around July 1st, and I still hear them popping and sizzling, even as we're trying to record this show. And, you know, it's a bit frustrating, but a Mississippi man is taking his frustrations too far. He shot a teen, a 12-year-old, and a bystander, because he was annoyed by kids setting out fireworks in Washington Park. The man in his 40s approached the kids who were ages 6, 7, and 12. They then flagged down a car for help. He had a 16-year-old and a 24-year-old in it. The 16-year-old asked the man why he was pointing a gun at these young children, and that's when the suspect started shooting at the car. The 16-year-old was shot in the stomach, the 12-year-old was shot several times in the leg, and if this isn't bad enough, the suspect then drove the 12-year-old into his house, started shooting at the 6- and 7-year-olds, and they ran to a neighbor's house. A bystander got his gun and started firing at the suspect, hitting him several times. I forgot to tell you to get your flow chart out, Jay, because I know there's a lot right. of people involved. Right. Yeah. All in all, four people were shot over these fireworks. Is this a long side story of the week? Uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out. Because yeah. I mean, I, I'm, it might a be. annoyed, I'm a little annoyed by the fireworks that are yet going off, even in my own neighborhood on mm-hmm. the eighth of July. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it would necessarily merit shooting people. Now, running out with a broom or you know some other <laughs> blunt object and yelling loudly. Okay, yeah, I can see that, but. Shooting folks? No, not so much. Keep in mind they're ages 6, 7, and 12. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's my point. You know, 6 and 7, you could probably yell pretty loudly. That 12-year-old, you know, you have to kind of add a little bit more to that. And maybe they'll scatter. But mm-mm. shooting them, too much. Much too much. Mm-hmm. Well, he most definitely don't have to worry about the fireworks next year. And, you know, that's not the only fireworks story. That was a man in Texas. He tried to run over his neighbor who was popping fireworks. And then there's this other story. It's actually rather disturbing. There were two children, ages one and two, and their parents, who were injured after an incident of road rage, led a man to start shooting at their truck, which set off the fireworks that they had just purchased for the fourth. So when he shot at the truck, set off the fireworks, the truck caught on fire, it's just off of y'all. The whole family was in critical condition. Okay, hashtag this too much. <laughs> yeah, you weren't supposed to make me laugh. I just said it was an awful and disturbing story. 
it's 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 too much, too much, too many things, too much at once. Yeah, all over these fireworks, y'all. Listen, can we put a a moratorium on fireworks? We'll give you until July fifth, but that's July fifth. Mm-mm. You 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 need cease and desist. All I'm okay. saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Your fireworks way too loud. You need to cut it. <laughs> you keep in too much noise. You need to cut it. <laughs> okay, well, I will pop off the fireworks. No pun intended, kind of. Uh, a black female Spirit Airlines passenger named Tiara Dow says she was forced to find a new seat on a flight from Las Vegas to Chicago when a white woman refused to sit next to her. Yes, it's 2019 and this happened. Her new seat was by a different white passenger who didn't have an issue. The woman said she was embarrassed and heartbroken. Although flight attendants thanked her later for being a, quote, team player, what? Anyway, Tara was outraged that she was the one who was forced to move instead of the passenger she claimed was being racist. Now, get this, y'all. Immediately after they landed, the racist woman rushed off requesting a supervisor to complain because the passengers were booing her and calling her a racist. And she said that, yes, I'm so proud of all of them. I wish I had been there for it. She said that her not letting the woman sit down had nothing to do with her being black, but simply because she thought the seat was going to be empty. Mind you, she allowed the young white college student to sit next to her without an issue. So we, we know the, you know what I mean, we know the truth. Hmm. Well, as my best friend's grandmother would say, she thought like Lit, and Lit thought he fought it, but he really. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got one more story before we end our time today. Y'all, a man had his life support accidentally cut off by the wrong family after he was mistaken for someone else. So the man died without his relatives knowing. So let me tell you how this story goes. Relatives say Alicia Brittman, 69, was misidentified as Alfonso Bennett after he was found naked and unresponsive with serious facial injuries beneath a car in Chicago this past April. So Mr. Bennett's family later received a phone call. Jay, you're going to need his flow chart again. But, oh, hold on. Let me grab my paper and pen. All right. Okay. Yeah, please. Yeah. All right. All right. So, hey. so Mr. Bennett, I'm ready. Okay. Mr. Bennett's family later received a phone call from the hospital, said he'd been identified through mug shots and that he was in intensive care. When he showed no signs of improvement, the Bennett family agreed to have his ventilator removed, and then he died days later. The family were in the middle of arranging a funeral when the real Alfonso Bennett turned up at the barbecue. Now. Mr. Britton is, yes. So they planned the funeral for the man that they turned off the life support for because they were told that's who it was and then the real one showed up. So Mr. Britton's relatives who still believed he was missing, remember that was the original person, learned of his death after he was eventually identified through fingerprints at the morgue. So both families have now filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Chicago and Mercy Hospital, accusing them of negligence. Listen, I would have been done 
when he showed up at the barbecue. <laughs> Even possible for you. Did they go to the hospital and tell them to, to unhook the life support? Because right. you should know what your relative looks like. Well, remember the face had been messed up, I guess in some kind of, I think it was a car accident or whatever. So, and the person had been missing for a while. So I'm assuming with the body being in such bad shape, maybe they didn't know, and they just went on what the people said, I'm thinking. That is some strut. Now, now that's something for the Crazy Chronicles. That's crazy right there. That part. Yeah. It seems like they would have used dental records or fingerprints from the get, though, don't you think? Seems like. Right. Sounds like they identified him from a mugshot. Like, I don't even understand that whole process as being legit or reasonable. You know, Mm -hmm. Pam, you work in the medical field. I'm sure there are other ways of identifying people, you know, through various means, like you said, dental records, etc. Crazy. Yeah, it's a whole process you have to go through to turn off life, life support. You just, you just can't go in and say, cut that off. You know, you you have to. They have to make sure it's the right person. Like in surgeries, they label everything rightly. You know, right, left, front. You know. So it's a process you go through. So I'm not even exactly sure how that happened. Someone was not doing their J-O-B at that hospital. Mm. Well, they'll get their day in court to talk about it because uh, both families are suing them. And I think there's, I think they have a good case. I mean, generally, you know, we'll say mistakes happen. We get that, especially in high-stress situations. But this right here, mm-mm. And the man that walked up at the barbecue, oh, no. Oh, no. 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 That, that right there is not going to work. Well, look, that's our trending news. We got a hot topic, though, that popped up in social media, uh, popped up on news sites, it popped up in blogs and commenters. Disney's Mermaid Ariel is set to be played by a young black actress, and there's some people really upset about this. Pray tell, what is going on? <laughs> Listen, so the people are just in an uproar because actress Holly Bailey has been drafted as the voice of the new Ariel in the remake of The Little Mermaid. And, you okay. know, those of us who are around in the 90s know how serious this film was. So much so, too, there have been dissenting voices, a whole Facebook group, Christians Against the New Ariel, I believe it's called. But there's a whole Facebook group that goes in uh, about why Ariel should be portrayed in all of her red-headed whiteness and not her blackness, as it were. And, she's a mermaid. Yeah, and that's a whole other layer to this thing because... Last time I checked, I didn't think mermaids necessarily were limited to a specific race. But needless to say, I know we're all looking forward to how this is going to play out. And on another note, interestingly enough, many of us, myself included, because when I saw the news come across my various social media platforms, it was early in the morning, I had to have my coffee, I saw Halle Bailey 
and immediately thought that it was Halle Berry. So I got no. really excited. Okay, all right. Charged to the lack of coffee and the early morning. Um, mm-hmm. Halle Berry subsequently sent out a tweet on Twitter that said pretty much, thank you for the love, but the actress who's going to play Ariel is Halle Bailey. So, you know, the people have to kind of keep the keep the wires uncrossed. And many people have placed their bids on who will play the rest of the characters in the new adaptation, including King Triton and uh, Sebastian. And social media has erupted with a lot of blackish remakes of a lot of other Disney films. You can probably scroll through Facebook and find them. But I can say as the brother of a of a nineties child, I'm excited to see how this thing is gonna turn out. Well, I know how it's gonna turn out. This little uh cute girl, Hallie Bailey. Right. Is gonna play Ariel in Disney's upcoming The Little Mermaid. And Disney had a little slap back for them, for the critics, and I'll post that on the website as well. That's what's going to happen. So all these little petty haters who feel like that it's the original one was 1989, so like you said, kind of hit the 90s era, that still want her to be the white little red-headed mermaid. Disney said, look at here, this character is a mythical character. Right. Not real. Yeah. Be any race or color they want her to be. Right. And as a side note, for those of us who love Sharday, mm-hmm. one of her videos, she's a mermaid. So, I mean, hey, boom, there we go. You say so? It's not it's not foreign to have a black mermaid. No, not at all. I'll see okay. if I can find the the links to the video, and you know, I'll post them on the talking with T page, and boom, there we have it. You know, the big hoopla over imaginary mermaids, um, mm-hmm. not even real. They've gone as far as pulling up medical things about pigmentation of actual mermaids. Uh, oh, my God. And all this, and they can't have melanin and all this. It's been so much mess. It's ridiculous. But big shout out to Disney. And also, on the Disney note, we want to... Offer our condolences to Cameron Boyce, who was on Disney. He was on Disney. Oh, yeah. Descendants. And a lot of people don't know that he had Tennessee ties because his grandmother, Joanne Rosier Allen Boyce, she was one of the Clinton 12. You know, they were the first African-Americans to desegregate Clinton High School. Mm-hmm. Um, that's her grandson. So he has Tennessee ties. And um, he, 20 years old, died in his sleep. They said he had a seizure in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus. Well, yeah, we... We want to offer condolences to the family. That sure is young. Yes, it is. You know, my kids grew up on uh, watching him and, and Jesse and then, you know, had the Descendants movie mm-hmm. coming out. So, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Well, y'all, that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. We discuss many topics on Talking with T. And if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865 865- Four zero nine one one seven zero. We would love to hear from you and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. 
I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you are interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. And new shows will continue to drop each Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Dr. Seuss. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.